Warning, this podcast is extremely offensive to those who take themselves too seriously, those who have no sense of humor, those who are thin-skinned, those who think they're better than everyone else, those who are narrow-minded, those who are different, those who are not different, animal lovers, animal haters, animals in general, religious types, the poor, the rich, the middle class, and actual or mythical creatures. If you are experiencing any tension, offensiveness, defensiveness, thoughts of grandeur, headaches, chest pain, oily discharge, possible family drama, and or labor pains, then please refrain from listening to this podcast and any future ramblings from Perspire, its members, and any of their affiliates. It is imperative that you consult a medical physician, a fortune teller, a bank teller, a psychiatrist, a psychologist, a pathologist, a priest, or a ghostbuster if you are starting to have any my feelings got hurt sensations. You have been warned. Perspire, a group whose roots date back to 1989, comprised of various members of various ages and backgrounds. Originally established in Northern California, the group now encompasses Southern California, Nevada, and Minnesota. This group has had multiple adventures throughout its history, including an annual kickball event. What started off as teenagers hanging out has grown into something so much more special. The name Perspire came about due to others who saw them as a cover boy band. The group had an undeniable tendency to sing karaoke quite randomly, but only seemed to know the choruses. The group ran with the moniker, and it stuck through all this time. Everybody to our new podcast Turn it up real loud and get off your ass You'll be entertained with the stories we got And you'll be sweating cause we're spying Be making you hot You got J-Rock, L, Red and Fro We got Dre and Ordy B And they ready to roll We got Black E-Man, Dwayne and Who AJ and L John about to get y'all shook So put your hands together and release the sweat Perspire's in full effect Don't you ever forget Hey, what's up? Aloha there, Eljon. What's up, bro? How you been, man? It's been a minute since I've seen you and talked to you. Yeah, I'm just going to say real quick that I'm glad to see you guys. I'm going to give a little kiss to the kids. They did finish their prayers, so I'm going to give them a little hug and kiss. No problem, bro. No problem. What's up, Al? Nothing, man. How was uh, the outside the united states but still within the united states <laughs> dude it was lovely um so we ended up hitting up uh, both sides both sides of the big island which mm-hmm. people tell you like they're completely different you know and it is it's night and day um we had a great time first uh, the first part of the trip was in hilo so it was like all rainforesty um nice it was cool man we ended up hitting like the beaches the beaches on the big island are different from like the beaches in Oahu because like it's all lava rock everywhere. So like you kind of have to watch where you're stepping, but then you'll be good because then there's like pockets of sand, but then there's pockets of like lava rock. It's it's cool because there's fish like ten feet in front of you, you know. So like I was able to snorkel, um, which I found out I I I absolutely love snorkeling. That's like one of my new yeah. things, and I'm I'm digging it. So like seeing fish, taking the GoPro, it was lovely, man. I I freaking had a good time. Good man, that's good. It's always worth the, you know, when you do that trip and it turns out cool. I know there was that hurricane, like uh, warnings and all that, but yeah. I mean that was just like what the first couple of days or. So check this out. Um, <clears throat> so it was Tropical Storm Olivia. Um, we ended up circling the island, and I was able to get a shot of it. So I took a picture of Tropical Storm Olivia. Now, the crazy thing is, like, you see the reports, raining, pouring, wind, this and that. But it was all on Maui, which was like 60 miles away. We landed in Kona, 
Mm-hmm. Dude, we landed. It was blue skies, light breeze. It was crazy. We were like, everyone got off the plane like, what the fuck? Where's, where's this tropical storm everyone's talking about? Nothing, man. It was lovely. Oh, that's cool. Hey, that's cool. At least you guys didn't get stuck, you know, with all that. So well, guys, yes and no, because I mean, you guys got the rain, but then I yeah, mean, we got we, the rain on the Kona side, which is the drier side. So basically, all the volcanoes pretty much prevent all of the clouds and all the rain from coming onto that side of the island. But that's yeah. the crazy thing is that we ended up going to the other side of the island that same day, and mm-hmm. that there was there was rain. It was pouring some days, or some days where it was chill. Like that was the rainy side. And uh, we ended up getting some remnants of that tropical storm, but it was nothing, man. It was just, it was rain. It was, it was nothing. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, shoot, you, you deal with rain, but I mean, we, you live in the Bay. <laughs> I mean, like you, you live out here. We, we get enough rain to, to know what rain is. You know I, I mean? would rather deal with rain over there because over there it's, it's fresh. It's warm. It's, you can that- be outside and be all right. Yeah, no, no, no. It's that, that tropical rain, right? Oh, That's God. it's hella nice. Dude, it's hella we, nice rain. We were at a beach and we literally saw like the clouds coming right over and we're like, yeah. oh shit, dude, there's a storm coming. And next thing you know, like it just started pouring on us, right? Mimi looks at me, she's like, I'm gonna go jump in the water because <laughs> we can. And I was like, I was kind of stunned for a second. She's like, you know in the bay, you either get out of the water or you catch pneumonia. <laughs> yeah not here i'm going to i'm gonna go swim i was like oh my god that's brilliant boom i did the same thing i was taking video she's like dude it was downpouring while we were swimming in the ocean and it was freaking lovely no hey that's philippines too you know but it's just like that's you guys think about it, it's like the same latitude longitude whatever the whatever the, the proper yeah is. but then, yeah it's, cool. it's gonna have the same type of climate yeah so, that's true yeah so that's if you think true. about it so that's why like yeah so you hit out the rain there in the Philippines. It's like it's hella fresh. It's hella nice. But here's the crazy thing, though. Out in the Philippines, I just feel like it's slightly dirtier when you're in Manila. No, 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 no. <laughs> See, but when you go to the beaches. But yeah, yeah, yeah. to the beaches. Go to the beaches. It's like yeah, but I, I've experienced it in the in Manila. Yeah, I totally right. understand. <laughs> <laughs> you're right. You're kind of like, like, oh. like, oh man, am I gonna get Ebola from yeah. the rain? Like, from the, the splashing of the water? I want to catch hepatitis. This E in here somehow, some way. It's just nasty. What the hell? Walk into what the hell? <laughs> no, about uh, about the rain was like you know how like uh, the Philippines is probably the same like longitude, latitude, uh, whatever. Yeah, Hawaii. So the so like the rain was probably similar to Hawaii. Was you know how he he man was out there Hawaii and they had the tropical storm out there. Yeah. And then I was just telling him like yeah you know like yeah it's like that in the Philippines so you know feels fresh but he's like yeah probably not in manila though i'm like yeah you're probably right because <laughs> like it's just but if you go to the beaches yeah the beaches is hella nice the beach is nice yeah you'll get the clean rain there but if you're in the city if you're in manila you're not only getting like like some of the dirty rain but now like some of the heat is emanating and starting to evaporate all that nasty water that's on the streets now you're getting part of that it's like, ugh. and then here in the bay you know when it starts raining you better run in or you're catching pneumonia yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much. Wait, how you been, Rock? Been good, man. Just had my uh, what is it like? I think yeah, this is the sixth week of my new job. Yeah, so you got—is it like a promotion or is it a completely new job? It's uh you could say it's all those wrapped into one. It's 
I'm like a promotion, and it, plus it's closer to home. Oh hell oh, yeah! Hell yeah! Have, yeah. Like, have... Friday. Oh, there you go. So then now you don't have that so, weekend crazy shift type deal. Right. Right. Yeah. Nice. So I've been so like kind of, you know, I was telling yeah. Eman earlier, trying to do my orientation and just get like, you know, do my due diligence and um, learn uh, learn the ins and outs of the the Downey Orthopedic Department because. <clears throat> You know, I gotta just shut up and listen, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, you're you're the new guy. Yeah. I mean, but exactly. The, uh, so, uh, so is it like a set schedule, or do you, or does it kind of flip for, for the most bit? part? Yeah, I'll be yeah. like 10, 10 to six thirty. Oh, hell yeah! So so at least, at least you you you're. It's not sh- like surprise. Like, oh, I can't. I don't know if I could make it today, guys. You know, like right. because you, you don't it's know if you have a shift or not. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's I, like I can predict what my schedules can be again. And that's like, the yeah, best I mean, thing. That's yeah. honestly the best thing right there. When you know when you start, when you're getting off, like, set schedule. I know, like, you had that crazy schedule. I know, like, some of us had some crazy schedules before. Like, Cheryl has a crazy schedule also. Yeah. Like, you know, like, there are times where she's working Thursday through Monday, and she has, like, graveyard. And and those are those unpredictable shifts. And, and yeah. you know, you look forward to those days when you're off. Now you have – now you can see when your days are off, and and it's good now. Like, do you work weekends? Uh, maybe like every other month, I'll work a weekend for uh, my on call. Uh-huh. So it's usually just I hold on to the pager. I, I get paid to just stay at home or be in the area, and then if they call me, then I get my overtime. So oh, okay, it's one of those deals. So it's like automatic OT. So it's hey, it's a good thing, man. Yeah. It's a good thing. I feel like I'm a what like a doctor, but more like a drug dealer with the pager. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Be like, oh, sorry, I got a major, uh, major deal coming up. So I got to make sure I, I bring the product over. There I'll, you see, go. I'll talk to you guys later. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. Like, hey, for me, this week has sucked massively. Why was like, oh, okay. I had to come in Sunday at five, right? And I worked two thirty. Then I had to come back at at, at eight that morning Ooh. to work to to like four. Damn, and then I had to come in at five uh, this morning to to cover. So it's like it's just because because like we are, you know what I do. Uh, it has a short expiry, like the amount of time that we could actually use it to to put it into the scanner. It's mm-hmm. like super short. So it was uh, our patients over at LA. If we try to fly it. Which would give us plenty of time if we float it. It was five thousand dollars to fly it. So, so the drive it it would only it it's a G. So at least we make some money out of it. Yeah. <laughs> then uh then you know just like wait, okay, wait, put in wait, wait, do you do they deliver like organs to you or do no, they No 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 we it's it's okay, you know like uh MRIs like there you have you heard of PET scanner? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So with a PET scanner, they use uh, radioactive tracers that gets injected. You inject yeah. it to them, yeah. and it and it binds to certain proteins or certain uh, like receptors in cells or whatever. Right. So so to for for the <clears throat> imaging machine to be able to to see the image properly. Right. So so that's what I make. I make in my job. We make the the radioisotopes. Oh, to... that's right. Oh, that's yeah. right. Oh, that's right. You mess around with radiation. Yeah. Uh, so, that's... so that's what, yeah. So that's what, 
because the particular ice stuff that we're using right now has a uh, basically a two hour half life. So uh-huh. it only oh. it's only going to be used. It's only going to be effective after between seven to ten hours. After that, the the images might not look as good, you know. So I mean, and plus, right now it's just like it's all clinical trials. So it's like it's all preliminary studies. So we don't know like how effective. So we're still trying to figure out what what's the 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 true expiration of these and everything. So yeah. So it's just like because of that. Since it's so expensive for us to fly, <laughs> J Rock messing around with the with the chat feature over here. He's typing out science is amazing. Oh, are we are we not recording or? You know, sometimes it's good to just have like a, a good uh, a good chit chat amongst the yeah. boys. You yeah, know? just a nice shit shoot the shit. Was this just more natural? Yeah, and that, that's what I end up doing. I just I just kind of press record whenever while we're talking and we pick up whatever we pick up. We, I'm not going to be like, okay, we're recording now. Oh, well then this week on perspire shenanigans. No, 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 no. I just want it to be natural. You know, it seems like it's our obligatory line to say, Oh, are, are we recording now? <laughs> Every time I listen to the podcast, Al. Al, especially now. So we're recording, right? <laughs> Where is he? He's usually available. No, no, he said he couldn't today. Something came up. Oh, so the worst red. What's up with red? I don't know. Like, I'm not getting messages. Like, if you guys messaged back, I I wasn't getting anything. And then, and then I'm getting like bundles of messages back to back. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if it's ever since the freaking announcement, right? I I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Like, my my thing's been acting all crazy. It's been, yeah, tripping out. It's, I updated to iOS 12 and my my phone's my phone's operating pretty smoothly but it's just the the, the chat messages. feature messages and it's weird with me um my do not disturb comes on like when I don't even want it to which is really weird so uh, there, there's there's bugs there's always going to be bugs yeah. when you ever yeah. you update but cuz they're always trying to give us more features make our life easier I'm good now I updated too yeah but um, it was just that one time when they were first talking about the new phone. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, I did <clears> not. <throat> when I saw my messages, I was like, okay, that's cool. Let me just read through them all. And then when I wouldn't touch my phone, I swear to God, it would go right back and rewind to the first message of the call. Oh. Convo. <laughs> what the hell? And I'm like, where? Okay. It, it did that every time. So I was like, this is weird. Um, what do you have? Do you have a iPhone 10? I got the 10, but it was like just our convo. It wasn't anyone else's message. You know, it was like a big group message. So <laughs> yeah. was, was when I landed in Hawaii that second night, I ended up getting 65 messages back to back as soon as my phone was able to get reception out there. I was catching up. Like, you guys were cracking me up. I was having dinner. That's what I sent you guys. <laughs> that's what I sent you guys that, uh, that text of, of the menu of this restaurant that we went to. Yeah. This is... Jesus, that restaurant has so much food to it. It had like five pages worth of food, and it was all different. Um, did you please tell me you had the oxtail on Friday? Uh, no, I did not have the oxtail on Friday. However, oh. however, oxtail was one of the very first things I did eat when I landed. Oh, okay. All well right. Done. I had well a, done, I had adobo well oxtail just for you. Well Elle. done, sir. How was it? How was it? 
honestly, like, I didn't like the restaurant. It was like... It's, so, okay, it, wait, was it the flavor or was it... Well, the, 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 ox, the oxtail was okay. It, it, was, it was just adobo oxtail. So yeah. it was the 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 meat itself was nice, tender. You know, it was really good. You know, it's just like how mom made oxtail, right? Mm-hmm. But but like overall, the restaurant was okay. Like Aaron, um, J Rock, Aaron was telling me how much you guys like that place that we went to. It's called Eight Hundred Eight Grinds, and mm-hmm. it's Filipino Hawaiian food. It, it, I it remember was, going there, and it was like one of those mom and pop dirty joints. So it was really good to me. It, it, yeah, we, it, we loved it. It was a mom and pop joint. It looked really good, huge plates, but it wasn't anything special. It sucked. Maybe, maybe we had high high maybe expectations. Like, maybe the, the, maybe hyped it up so maybe high. Maybe hyped that, it up so yeah. much. Yeah, but and then was, I mean, the inside looked different. The food could be like you know a different cook. He doesn't. Maybe this guy washes his hands and stuff. So that. <laughs> Totally changes the flavor. <laughs> you know, when you're cutting and prepping everything, that makes a big difference. So uh, it wasn't terrible. The girls were like, ah, I don't like it. I was, I just thought it was kind of basic. It was, you know, L&L level. And I'm like, well, shit, I can yeah, get L&L yeah. back home, you know. But uh, I don't well, know. Maybe at least it was worth some of the try because at least it's not your yeah. your chain that you yeah. usually go to. So They had, they had this like Korean style uh, deep fried chicken with futakaki, which on paper looked good the, the pictures looked good it looked good in my plate but it was it felt like it was out there for too long like they like they it was leftovers from you know the night before so it didn't have that crisp or the no. the, the 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 proper crisp that you were kind of expecting not at all not at all it, it was almost like you know how like you deep fry chicken and then you microwave it and it's got that weird texture oh, to yeah, it yeah yeah that's yeah. how it was it was almost rubbery twice yeah yeah doesn't have that crispiness <clears throat> yeah exactly but yeah so i did have oxtail just for you l i got you man i got you yes <laughs> my dude my dude yes <laughs> oh but, man so i was going through all the texts earlier and i had some things that i wanted to bring up but we don't have the whole group here so it won't be as funny so some of the things i wanted to talk about was like uh i was going through the group text and someone mentioned Oh man, like I missed Napster. Like I lost all my music. I think Al mentioned something about you <laughs> yeah. know, and then someone mentioned it was like, oh yeah, talk to RDB because he downloaded the internet before Napster went down. I just thought that was funny because <laughs> it's it's probably true. RDB probably has some old like 1990s import model pictures still saved on some flash drive at his house. I can almost guarantee it. That would uh, not be a shock. No, not at all. Um. And then there was just a couple of things, but I think the biggest thing we really need to talk about now, man, is is football. Oh man! I mean, I'm just gonna cut to the chase, you guys. Oh, Shit! Oh. oh man! I'm hurting, dude. I had high hopes. Well, we're, and... you know, if we're talking about what we're all talking about, then yeah. But I mean, we're we're only we're only gonna see what the real potential of the team is now. Because everyone put their hopes on this star quarterback that has so much talent. Which, to be honest and with now, you, which, to be honest with you, though, I watched one game and then I was paying attention to your guys as a play-by-play for the other two. It doesn't seem like Garoppolo was even performing at the level we were expecting him to for the first three weeks. It seems a lot yeah, like agreed. Garoppolo. Agreed. A, a lot of the, a lot of the 
I shouldn't say a lot, but some of the touchdowns that he made were kind of like Hail Mary's, like, oh, fuck, I'm just going to put it in the back and hopefully someone catches it. Well, I mean, fair enough. Uh, to be fair, he, I mean, he did not have the offensive line that, like, was like when he got, no. when when our right guards got hurt, like, oh. they, against Minnesota, yeah. where he remember, like, yeah, like you said, I remember that touchdown yeah. you're talking about where he's like, he was running for dear life. He was. Like, that is in the back. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, well, yeah, I mean, to be fair on that, but, yeah, there is a criticism that that I have to say. Like, yeah, he holds on to the ball way too long, and yes. and he's not as accurate as I thought he was. Yeah, and and just just to to make it official, we we are talking about Jimmy Garoppolo, our our star quarterback for the Forty ers man, that, Gucci, Mr. Gucci. GQ, and and yeah, like last year he looked sharp, but thinking about what teams he played and what string he was playing. Yeah, they're gonna make him look good. Yeah, he's gonna go five oh, no, no, and no, 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 no. You can't say that because like they played, <clears throat> they played Jacksonville, Tennessee, and, and Tennessee. Yeah. Those are two top defenses. But they didn't have their, they didn't have all their players out there for those last. Jalen Ramsey who played. Jalen Ramsey. They had yeah, no, their the entire, defense. Like both the their defenses were. Yeah. No. No. Like very, off implication, they were trying to get at least a first round buy, which they still got, but. You know, you still want to have your players out there and ready. It wasn't like it was. Was it the very last game? I don't think it was. I no, no, it was the Rams. Last. No, the Rams. Yeah. The, the Rams did sit so, a lot of their players. Yeah, there was so that, that, that one to be fair. Yeah. Yes, this year it's different because they've looked at his style, how to press him. <clears throat> but um, I agree, he's not as accurate. He holds on the ball way too long because he's thinking he can pull something off with his quick mm-hmm. trigger. Mm-hmm. And you can tell there's no um, chemistry yet. He's trying to get it with like Pettis. Um, Kittle. He's more of the long, deep throat. Deep, deep, <laughs> deep threat. Hey, <laughs> Phrasing. He's a rookie. He's got a deep throat. <laughs> so, you know. And then he's he he's just getting back Marquis Goodwin yeah. after that um, injury and having sit out that second week. So he doesn't have a chemistry with anyone. And then the first you can even tell from like you know he's going to go to his tight ends, but then they're dropping the ball. Yeah, exactly. Ex- yeah, exactly. So, like, Kittle's Kittle disappointed me. Oh, dude, it, Kittle was here. my boy last year. I was I I had high hopes for him. I'm like, exactly. you know what? Same here. You know what? He's wearing number 85. That's that's that almost insulted me. But then last year, I thought he played very well. And I was yeah. looking forward to seeing what Kittle was going to do with Garoppolo this year. You know, maybe see some kind of, uh, you know, Brady. Um, um, oh, what's their tight end? What's, what's that? Gronk. Name? Yeah, Gronk. Gronk like, yeah. see some kind of Brady-Gronk type of chemistry between those two. But shit, man, Kittle was dropping way too many balls. They were yeah. right there in his hand. And- but, but they knew that was his, his issue as a tight end. He has a lot of talent, but when he needs to just have the ball kind of almost – hand it to him like if it's going to be behind him whatever he's not going to have the best hands that's okay but if it's around you you need to get your mitts on those and, no, particularly like that that one that. with uh, in minnesota that lob yeah yes. that, that bait was like after that the pick six happened yeah 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 the, the, literally the next play was the pick six yeah. yeah that that was pretty much in his hands he could have he could have dove for it. He could have tried just a little extra because it was at the very, very tip of his finger 
and, and he could have ran for that touchdown too, but it, it just went right through his hands. Kid, Kittle curse, needs to make it's these the plays. Levi Stadium curse. It, man. It's the Harbaugh it, it, curse. It I just think that once the, no, I I blame all this in New York's man because they they went they wanted people to pay for for the stadium. That's why he was the city wasn't going to pay for it. So that's why they went to Santa Clara because they were willing to to, to put money into it. So and now they're in cahoots with Santa Clara. Yeah. So, so it's just like, it's like, dude. There you go. That's like it. that's why. Like for me, it's like I I blame it on. Yeah. When you have bad juju with your um, host city, yeah. mm-hmm. then it's like, you know, it's going to come back and, and, and bite you in the butt for the team. And that's what's kind of going on. You don't have good, good juju, good karma. The mojo is obviously, you know, with that, the Yorks, and, always going to be something that's going to throw it off. And, and, and Jed knows this, too. That's why he's been in the he's been in the backdrop. Jed hasn't been saying shit like over the last year. Jed just said. Um, Lynch, uh, uh, Shanahan, you run the show, and Lynch has been in the background. Anytime, I don't know if you guys noticed, but anytime uh, Jed, you know, tweets out anything, everyone just responds, "Shut up, pay the bills. We don't need you to say anything. Get away." Like yeah. we no, hate everyone, our owner. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he 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 killed it after you know. I mean, like he killed the trust. He did. I mean, he really did. I mean, was he's trying to be his uncle? He was trying to be his uncle, but then like he he chose between Harbaugh and. And Balky, and yeah. or and he chose Balky, and, and then it's like, hey, I don't know if Harbaugh could keep this team to where it was at. But it's like, hey, we did lose a lot of talent, yeah, those years. So I mean, like, yeah, maybe he would have been fired by this point, but or still, or yeah. can you just imagine what Harbaugh would have been able to do with Garoppolo? Like, I don't that... know if. Uh... I don't know if that would have came into uh that wouldn't have been in know, the cards, like, huh? It, no, it, we wouldn't have gone I don't that know far. If, I mean he wasn't even gonna be there for that long anyways, because he was kind of so stubborn and hard headed in his ways, and that's what was kind of rubbing York wrong, you know, like you know, he doesn't want to show up for all this like ticket taper stuff, cut, you know set ground and all that he wasn't for that he was more for like i'm about the players i'm about getting this team to win Mm -hmm. and he's still like that in michigan he's just now he's getting more backing he's taking his players to europe and all this so that's what he wants he wants to take care of the players he can care less about like the stadium stuff or the fan stuff he just wants to win but yeah and he he kind of has a little bad luck going for him in michigan too man yeah, I heard. I heard he's not. Uh, he's not doing that good. Like some bad. And he's got incredible talent there. It's just the the system that they're they're implementing under him. You know, he's well, got he's got a lot of talent, but they just can't put it together. And then he's in a a huge football conference where there's just anyone can be good. There's there's big powerhouses there. You know, with Ohio State, Wisconsin, and Penn State. I mean, Michigan State. Yeah. 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 So much talent, so I'm, it's kind of harder where he's at. I, I'd say I'm still. So that's rooting. why I was surprised. I think I'm still rooting for that guy to do really good wherever he goes. So I'm just, you know, big shots out to Coach Harbaugh, really, because yeah. he. I'm a he big changed. Michigan fan too, from just back in the day when they used to have Desmond Howard and he, stuff. Heisman pose. Yeah, yeah, that was huge. And then when they had Charles Woodson and and all that, but Brady, pff, he didn't do anything. He didn't do anything really when he was there. 
to be honest. So well, they won the Rose Bowl though. They won a Rose Bowl yeah. with Brady. So that's like the one thing. I mean, if you're Big Ten back then, that that was their big thing. Not a lot of people remember that though. Yeah, no, but they weren't like a top ten team or whatever. They were like, or if they were, they were like lower end top ten team. So it's not like they were like a dominant team. It was like he was always. It was him and Chad Henney or whatever. They 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 had right. the. Yeah. They had the the QB controversy there because yeah. you know Chad Henney looks like the prototypical like superstar quarterback. While Brady, I mean, yeah, he even got drafted ahead of him. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. was their starter for the most part. They just had two really good quarterbacks. One obviously is gonna be the starter. One's got to sit out, but they're both talented. And they uh, they went that route. So and now look look where they're at. Yeah. <clears throat> man so moving forward um cj bethard man just after what happened last year uh, i don't know like do you think this guy's got the confidence to even be able to run this team do you think that the plays have changed enough to do you how about this do we think that shanahan just needs to step away from being the offensive coordinator and just coach um it's going to really depend. He's going to control the offensive plays for the most part, even if they have an offensive coordinator. He's going to pull the trigger on those. But going to C.J. Beathard, I mean, I was – I mean, you and I were both there when he won his first game last yeah, year. Yeah, that's right, against the against Giants. The New York Giants with that big play with Marquise Goodwin. You know what it was? It was because we brought our kids to that game, and I think that's what we need to do, start bringing our kids to the Niner games this <laughs> there year. There you go. We both got to bring all our kids there and hopefully – Something good will happen. But Jadrian, Eris, and Jacob, they're all uh, 2-0 and when watching the games live. Oh, there you go. <laughs> so there you go. Maybe, I gotta do, maybe that's what I got to do There's is actually start stars. buying tickets. <laughs> no, I think um, we'll have to see. He's I, I definitely think he's going to limit the playbook for CJ. He's got some experience. He's been wa- watching from the sideline more. Because he was kind of thrown in there last year when um, Hoyer didn't pull it off, you know, yeah. like. They're like, yeah, this is going to work. Let's just get Beathard in. Yeah. Let's get Beat Hard in. Yeah. <laughs> beat Hard. I don't see Beathard. I see Beat Hard. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think, you know, maybe we'll... Well, we've been going as, um, as the schedule has been presenting. You know, we lost the Vikings. I knew we weren't going to win that. Yeah. We beat the Lions. Yeah, they suck like us, but it was at home. And then, and then going who up did we play KC? last? Kansas City. Yeah, I was yeah, like, KC's dude, we're gonna get blown out. And yeah, I'm surprised we put that 27 spot on there. Yeah, you know, like I, I thought it was gonna be real bad. I, I mean, like, and it did. It started off. It did. It, started no, it did at the terrible. end when um, Garoppolo should have just ran out. But oh, you know, yeah, that's a lot said of, and done. So now, now I didn't watch the game this past weekend against uh, KC. Um, a lot of people are saying that the injury was Garoppolo's fault. What what do you guys think of that? I'm hearing a lot. Yeah. Well, because like if he saw instead of just running out of bounds, he tried to get the extra yard and like, you know, lowered his shoulder. Uh-huh. But from that cut, you could see his knee buckle. He oh. wasn't hit yet. So he wasn't even hit yet. He just tried to cut in to try to like to maybe get an extra yard or two. Uh-huh. Instead of running if he just kept on running out of bounds. None of that would have happened. He should have just played decides, it, just play it yeah. smart and be a quarterback and just just yeah. get the yeah. yardage you can and go out right. Yeah, it was like it wasn't gonna give him a first down if he even got like an extra two yards. 
it wasn't going to yeah. change it like that. So it's like it was one of those where it's like I he was thinking he was of doing get, something, but his yeah. body was doing another thing. Oh, yeah. God. He got himself stuck and he was preparing for the hit and his knee just kind of buckled. Mm-hmm. So it was it was all embracing for the hit, I think. Like, OK, OK, it's coming. I'm going to just. Oh, there goes my knee. Sucks to be me. So now, and then we lost Sherman. For a couple sure. weeks, yeah. but it seems serious because that calf strain, I don't know if that's the same side as this Achilles tear, but it could be. I would be surprised if it wasn't. But for the most part, he's out. We have so many guys who are out. I mean, I even heard that um, Matt Breida had like a knee thing yeah. too. Uh, yeah, hyperextended oh his knee. Yeah, We're dropping dude. like so, flies. I mean, you can't just, yeah, you just can't like run the next week. Honestly, I mean, you shouldn't, but they'll make you because they're going to test you and the doctors will clear you if that's, you know, what's going to happen. But uh, that he's like our best guy right now. He's got, he's still number one in rushing yards. So like no need to like put him out there and just run the whole load. You're going to hurt him. All right. Well, so what about, I'm looking um, at the sketch. What about our right guards? Do we get our right guards back or are they still injured? Well, he got hurt. the, The one person, he, Got hurt a little bit, but he he was still playing. But I know the the other dude, Garrett. I don't think he's back yet. So oh, Jason Garrett. Oh my God, that guy's like. I'm surprised he's still on the team. They were talking Didn't so we... much about like getting him for some like l- some picks or trading him because he's just he's not producing. Not huh? Wasn't he no. like? Wasn't he our number one pick in 2015 or something like that? No, he yep. was like a um, a late first round pick, but they moved up to get him. Um, they went from like twenty late twenties to like early twenties just to nab them, like a couple spots. Not a big deal, but not what they would normally say is like a good move. Like it's looking bad. So, so. let's um, thinking about the games. Okay, so with Minnesota, because we haven't talked, we haven't talked in a while, you guys. So with the Minnesota game. Um, it wasn't a blowout. Do you think our defense has a chance? Uh, honestly, no. Well, not with it, Sherman out. Not with, um, with especially with no pass rush that's going on. Right, like the first with Minnesota, we were actually able to penetrate. Like yeah. you saw, like you saw Buckner. What he had three sacks. Buckner, yeah, Buckner yeah, was so, doing real good on that Minnesota yeah, so, game. Yeah. So then, if we could get pressure on a quarterback, then yeah, we have a a fighting chance. But if Buckner's getting double teamed and no one else could produce, then yeah, because Solomon Thomas, Solomon Thomas isn't performing at that level we were expecting him to perform either. And uh, and who was the guy that we got before him? Um, the other guy from from Oregon, uh, Eric Armstead. Armstead, yeah, they were talking that he does. He's not producing like like our last three picks. They're not doing what they're supposed to be doing. Um, are Except we... for Buckner, Buckner's been a beast. Buckner's yeah. been a beast. Okay, he's been yeah. It's just that yeah, he's now they know that he's the only guy that could do penetrate. So they they always put help on his side. So it's like he can't really. So he has to go two on one most of the time. It was like freaking, uh, what's his name, um, Thomas and Armstead and Earl. Yeah, like none of those guys are beating their man. So. So they're getting beat. Okay, now this yeah. past weekend we we saw Ruben Foster come back. How did he do? He needs to freaking use his arms to tackle. He's 
super fast. He gets to the ball, but he tries to bump people. He just tries to shoulder tackle them. He does not wrap them up. That's yeah. the, okay. That's the difference between the this shoulder era. hit them down, and that's what gets his shoulders messed up. Now, do you yeah, think it's because usual. of the new rules? Yeah. You know, he he needs to be smart, position his body, and then if he can't fully tackle, at least you know push him in a direction where there's more help. So mm-hmm. That's how you play. It's a team game. You don't need to play like how you were in college where you can knock fools down easily because you're stronger. You're in the um, NFL now, man. Everyone's faster, bigger, and stronger. So mm-hmm. hopefully he'll get that, you know, because I think he went through some tackling training, you know, over during the off season. But it's good to have him back, let's just say, because we're going to need his help. Who do we have but this week? We have the Chargers and... Based on the, um, you know, the the line, we are uh, a plus 11 and a half. So that's like the most out of any of the matchups. Yeah, because of, you know, all these injuries. So that's saying a lot. (laughs) That's a lot of points, man. That's almost two touchdowns. Philip Rivers is is a great quarterback, but he doesn't seem like he has his weapons like before. So, you know, the Chargers are actually pretty, they're, they're, they're above average. It's just they've had a tough schedule. I mean, they had the Rams last week. You know, I mean, the only team that wasn't good was Buffalo. And everyone else that they played is good. Kansas City, the Rams. But look Buffalo what Buffalo look what Buffalo did to um um Minnesota. Yeah, Minnesota this weekend. Man, that, yeah, I don't that, know what that was. That was a huge brain fart. That was a Vikings. crazy it's score. Like, it's like isn't like Minnesota playing uh Green Bay or something like that next. So yeah. I think they looked ahead of the schedule. You know, it's one of those where it's like, yeah, like, okay, we got this the big exactly game. what yeah. happened. You know, it's just one of those things where like, you know, they're what and they, they are right burn them, dude. Yeah. So yeah, I mean Chargers are decent, man. And that's why they're getting the eleven and a half point favorite over us. Oh, and they're, they're the they're the plus eleven, not the oh. oh, oh we're the minus. We're the minus eleven. Oh, oh the shit. Chargers are minus eleven. We're the plus. Oh, we oh, okay. So yeah, so we're gonna we have our work cut out for us. Their yeah, defense is held good. That's yeah. what that's what they're all about. Yeah, their they defense, have, but they, they have, have big playabilities too yeah. offensively. And then they got Philip Rivers mm-hmm. and. And, and then the team's pretty balanced for the most part. They're just, you know, they have the Chiefs to look up to in their division, unfortunately. All right. Let's okay, bring in balance to the to this equation. We need to talk about this for for some of our the Raiders, other yeah, they suck too. Yeah, the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wow. That, they, that's... They, they stick to, unfortunately. I mean, you had the lead. Come on. We never ever had the lead in games and well, actually we did and we won it. So that's how we're that much what, better. What do you think it is? What, what do you think it is with with Chucky? Do you think do you think it's the talent? Is Carr slipping? Is he is he gradually getting worse every year? Is that what's happening? No, I don't think so. They got a honestly on paper. I think that the Raiders have a really good team, but then I don't know. You get a new coach in, you got to get used to his style. I mean. They've had the same players. There's nothing. There's nothing new, but they got to do new plays and get used to this new coach. And I think he's just kind of old school for them, man. To be yeah. honest. And you would think that that Chucky would have been 
at least up with the time since he's been analyzing for the last, what, 15 years. So he would know the old and the new. He would see what's what's the new style, style yet he would have his his old coaching ways. Like, yeah, what? he's so old-fashioned, man. I mean, he didn't analyze that Khalil Mack situation very well. That was oh, ridiculous. That's like, dude, that would make me not a Raider fan for a season if I was a Raider fan. And a lot of a lot of my coworkers are Raider fans, man. And they would just say, you know what? Like, because they're so like supportive of Gruden, they're like, you know what? If if the Raiders kept Khalil, he would have got hurt anyways. That's what they're saying. You know what I mean? But but look at him, dude. He's flourishing. He's got a clear head. He's in Chicago. He can run wild. He's dominating he in Chicago. Do. Yeah. He's doing yeah. amazingly in Chicago. No, what every single game he's had a forced fumble and a <clears throat> and a sack every game he's played there so um, far. Yeah, I think yeah. that's I think that's pretty good. So two first yeah. round picks for that. Um seems like it's paying off, right? Yeah, I think so. I, I, I think I think they got their their, their money's worth. Good. All right, good. Well go to get on Chicago then. Sucks for the Raiders and, and <laughs> back to being <laughs> shitty again, guys. Sorry. We're on the same boat now. Well, so. you know what? I have this thing about sports. And this is for the major sports. I don't know why I just feel this way. But not, since not, like not like badminton or like bocce yeah, ball or anything badminton like. or, or or curling or, or anything curling. like okay. that. But for the but, major sports, you know who's who's really good right now in um in the Bay as far as sports. Warriors, the, the A's right A's, now. Warriors. Whoever's playing right now, the A's. So since they're really good, the other team that shares their home kind of sucks, and it's kind of been like that in our um our bay area history like there was a point in time where the niners and the giants were really good but then the niners couldn't complete it at the end they couldn't finish it off and same win. thing with the giants the giants but did the, the giants thing. went three but then if you look at it they kind of the giants passed the baton to the warriors yeah and the warriors kept winning and now it's like they're kind of you know Going for what would this be a three peat if they win again? Yeah, it'd be a three peat. So they get that, and then they'll probably pass it to the A's. I'm thinking because the Giants suck ass. Yeah, yeah. All I can say so, with the A's, good on them. Like for me, it's like imagine it's like the Warriors owner Joe Lacob wants to buy the A's. Oh really? Yeah, he's been trying to buy the A's for years, but then the owner, the current owner Fox, won't sell it to him. Because he wants to, he wants to put a stadium right by Jack London Square where uh, Chicken and Waffles is at, right around ah, that area. Nice. He wants to, so it'd be like right by the water. So it'd yeah. be like their their counterpart to AT and T. But then imagine him running a baseball team the way he ran the Warriors. How he just like, like hey, he goes like, don't spend stupid money. Make sure you're getting the best value when you pick a guy when you when you sign a person try to get them the most for it like look at the 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 age right now how like cheap their roster is their their roster is 60 million dollars yeah yeah all right and, and their like, best yeah. their best player he ended up going into arbitration just to get another like hundred thousand dollars on his four, 640 something thousand dollar contract yeah so like it's that, like yeah it's it, it, that's 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 what i'm saying like imagine a guy that that's willing to spend to win with with the A's because that's the thing. Like I've always said, like why doesn't why don't the Giants hire one of the like their their like 
a fit like you know like gm guys that have, that have been around their gms over in the a's and mm-hmm. take them over just move them yeah. over to the bay because like our farm system sucks so much dick it's fucking <laughs> it's fucking annoying the, the last couple of years yeah i know the san jose giants have have slumped really bad um but shit, dude. That keep in mind. That's but that's where just, a lot of the guys came from, too. But, you know? his, but historically, but see, the thing is, it's like they don't look at the A's. They just like they'll they can't keep a guy because you know they, they it's like too costly for them. So they trade them, and they'll get like three or four prospects, and then like two of them will turn out to be bomb. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like they constantly replenish. The Giants don't replenish. That's right, the true. biggest problem. That's the, that's why like. Our window is really closing, like within. But Bo, like that's why I think Bochi's gone next year because, like, what they're talking about, the, the new, they're probably gonna get a new GM, and then they can't just fire Bochi. They can't. I mean, Bochi's earned too much. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, like so. And you think that they're you know, gonna give him like our one last year? Still there. Yeah. So, so I yeah. think it's gonna be that last hurrah. It's and gonna if be we don't, his last season, so he can have his true send off. Yeah. And then know? if if we don't even make the playoffs. Expect Posey, Bumgarner, all of them get traded. Yeah, Crawford, it's, it's, all of them. It's gonna, and it's gonna hurt. Yeah, it's gonna hurt. And I, I, I'm just saying it right now. Just expect to lose a lot of our guys. Yeah, next we're gonna year. lose. We're probably gonna lose Crawford for sure. We're gonna end up giving up Belt. Belt. Belt defensively, Belt is good, but like behind the bat, he's so inconsistent. Exactly. No, you know, he's just had he's just had bad situations with his concussions. Um, our best player by far, you know, is always out there with Crawford. We have a good team, but we're they're just old. Yeah, that's yeah. all. It's well, just, we got those two. We got those two young pitchers now. Oh, we got those two pitchers. Uh, what's yeah. his name? Stratton and Rodriguez. Like those guys were doing really like when they're when they're on the mound, they're doing real good. Yeah, yeah. Like like I'm looking. Stratton's, Stratton's okay. I think he's more of like maybe a fourth or fifth starter. Yeah, Rodriguez is more of like number two, two yeah. three. Yeah. Um, like, but you know, I think they really need to get not to be mean, but they need to get somebody for Bumgarner while he still has a little left in the tank. Yeah, just to get some prospects. And you know, it's like no hard feelings, man. You know, that's how the business is. That's how it's run. It's gonna You're suck for the fans for the future. It's gonna that's suck what, so those much are for the things fans. you got to do. Those I can see. I can see Bumgarner with the freaking Yankees next year, and that yeah. sucks. So, it's like what I predict: if we don't do well halfway through the season by All Star break, then expect guys like Bumgarner and Posey get traded. Yeah, it was yeah. like you know playoff teams are going to go look for him. You know, what I mean, there's going to be playoff. I think Bumgarner definitely. Buster, maybe not. They're just going to really hold um, on to him first because Belt. Is just, you know, he's good when he's out there, but he's got some lingering to, issues. To more mentor, than Buster yeah, Posey does. Yeah, and then to mentor Bart when he comes up, right? Basically, right. yeah. And Joey you know Bart. And um, what's that other catcher we have? Erasmus Ram- or, or, or Ramirez? Ramirez. Yeah, he's pretty darn good. So I would see no, no, him he's, as, yeah. you know, potentially filling the gap, and then yeah. you know you can either use, uh, you know, keep Bart, but. Maybe even use him as like uh, some some leverage if anybody yeah, no, needs no. a catcher. Cause no, that's what's no, that, exactly. That's what I'm saying. That's what the A's do so well compared to the Giants. Where like yeah. you leverage what you have. Like if you have an over no, 
one thing that the Giants have done pretty well is draft catchers. So Ramirez from Chris Davis is what you're saying. Well, Chris Davis oh, can't play outfield yeah. at all. That's the only thing. That's like that's the, that's, why that's why he's, he's a DH. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's why yeah. he's a DH. <laughs> yeah, like, it, like a, he he is a travesty outside and outfield. <laughs> he is a travesty. You know, you try to hit the ball to him. That's that's your goal. You hit the ball to him in the run. He's probably not going to make the play. <laughs> so that, like, but like the American League then, but, when he was with the Rangers. Yeah, so like, but then you you throw. A, a 99 mile per hour fastball his way he's it's putting that like he's going up to the yeah. upper decks so yeah. so i mean so i was um i bet jacob on uh because i went to the game on thursday against the angels the one where they destroyed the angels 21 to 3 yeah dude. i was there <laughs> dude man what dude, the hell what happened there <laughs> that was in it that was a that was insane um it, and it's that was the kind of game that you wish that all of the fans would have been at too. The stadium was still empty. Um, you sucks, could have bought man. tickets for like five bucks. And just <sighs> to see Chris Davis crush one, you know, you saw Piscotti crush one. I mean, they went five, seven, and five on, I think, I think innings like five, six, and seven. They destroyed the Angels. And the Angels have Otani. They have Trout. Like, that's what I loved about the A's is that they have that whole blue collar feel to them and they just destroyed the big guys. Um, and just to be able to see that and be there for that game, I thought was amazing. Cause, cause like I said, I, I, I bet Jacob, I was like, watch, you're going to see Chris Davis hit a home run. I lost that bet, but like he ended up seeing like a, like a couple of really good home runs that day. That, that just the A's overall right now, man, I get praise to them, praise to them, man. They're doing real good. And, and I'm rooting for them. I'm hoping that they go all the way. Yeah. I really am. Yeah, me too. Yeah, gotta root for them, man. Oh yeah, and it's isn't it funny? Like, Giants I want to see a fans, Dodgers versus A's bad and just have the A's crush them. That'd be beautiful. I would love that re that that rematch of That'd 1988 be because I hated. That's when I hated the Dodgers really more was when they beat the A's in 1988's World Series. I freaking hated Kurt Gibson going around the the bag when he hit one off Eckersley. Oh, oh I hated Gibson. I yeah. hated the Dodgers, and then I hated them even more because of the Giants. So I was like, yeah, like I have this real hatred towards those guys. <laughs> Um, but uh, I'm rooting for the A's, man. Like it, I was gonna say, isn't it funny? Like Giant, we're Giants fans. I know we're Giants fans, and we can root for the A's and, and be good with it. Like we're rooting from they're like our little brother. A's fans, all of my A's fan friends, they hate the Giants and hate it even more that I root for them. It's it's a funny mentality how 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 the fans are up here now and i don't even know when that happened like it was never really like that up here where you know you can be a giants and an ace fan and it's okay but the giants fans now they're good with the a's but ace fans they just absolutely hate the giants and i don't know when that happened i don't know when this transition happened and it's just really funny for me to see that now i'm just thinking it's like because they ran their organization pretty well other than not signing guys and they see us and all of a sudden in a five-year span we went five we won three championships and they're like and we don't run our organization the greatest it's just that we had we wow. had a we had really good luck in having great pitching our, no, our drafting our infield basically our our our, our, our what catcher first base second uh 
second base was always kind of mixed, but then now with Panic, it's a guy that we drafted Crawford, and then when we had Sandoval at third, you know, we drafted all those guys, so we got them cheap, and then we were eight, and then our pitching was so dominant that we were able to like just eke out win after win to win the World Series, and then for them, you know, they they've done pretty much everything right, but. They they're doing never. it on the cheap. They're doing yeah. it on the cheap. So yeah. I mean, they're not going to have high expectations as we do because the Giants want to win with big names or somewhat big names and you know big money. So it's kind of what feeds the 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 fans of each team. The Giants fans expect things to happen in the off season and mm-hmm. for it to kind of you know translate into the baseball season. Whereas as as I see it for the A's fans, you have hope during both off and during the season. But until actually something happens and they're doing real well and it shows out there on the field, then it's like, yes, finally something's clicking. So when you see that and then you're like, oh, well, you know, the Giants, they always had to buy somebody at the tread trade deadline and they kind of got lucky with facing what I hear sorry ass teams along the way to the World Series and got lucky. I'm like, well, you know, timing is everything. You know, to be lucky is to be in the right spot and to be prepared at the same time to have good, you know, uh, a good outcome. But here's the thing though, you know, you got to make good with getting all the way to the end. And every time we've gone, we have made it. We all cashed. the way and finished. Yeah, so we closed like, it out. That's what they don't want to see, or that's what they weren't expecting us. I mean, when you get to the World Series, I believe we were always the underdog, and then for whatever reason, we would just pull it off. So it's kind of like, okay, yeah, that's cool. And then when you do it three times, it's kind of like that feeling when in football, the Patriots keep going. You don't really hate the Patriots, but then they keep going. You're like, it's them again? Come on, guys. What is this? This has got to be some kind of gimmick conspiracy. Why are they always winning? No, but yeah. okay. okay. You know how you said like people say, like, oh, we faced weak teams? It's always funny when if people say that, right? Because, like, okay, when we played Texas, they had the bomb, like, batteries. The, like hitters row, remember? Like, yeah, Nelson they had Cruz, Hamilton, Hamilton and yeah. Um, they had Cruz, they had Nelson Cruz, yeah, right? So then they had that, like, their, their offense bat. was incres- in- incredible. Oh, yeah, the best postseason pitcher ever in Cliff Lee. And when we lit him up game one, what happened? Yeah, right. Yep. And then, oh, the second time we, uh, the second team that we beat, what was Detroit? Look oh. at it. Oh, no. oh, then all Yoko of a sudden, the next, no, no. no. All of a sudden, the Justin next Verlander, yeah, Verlander. Yeah, oh, the greatest postseason pitcher ever, and Justin <laughs> Verlander. What do we do? We fucking beat him. Yeah, right. yeah. they hit three home runs on those motherfuckers. What's Done. Yeah. 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 See, but then, oh, but they they sucked then. Oh, oh yeah, they had the MVP in Mel- in Cabrera, and they had all those guys that hit hella home runs. Yeah, hella home runs. What did we do? We played smart up. baseball. We just hit. We made them run. Like we said, Chris Davis. If he when he if he they make the World Series, good luck in in left field, bro. Yeah, <laughs> they're gonna hit yeah. it. And that's what we did to to them. It's like they they had no athleticism, so we just we just hit ground balls and just like. We played small ball against them and, just, and we won. Yep, so it's yeah. like, I'm sorry. And then what? With the the Royals, I dare any team that tried to beat that. Royal, that's why they won the championship the next year. 
Yeah. No, like, hey, we were the ballsiest team in baseball. We had the most balls in any team in baseball. Because, like, we oh, how many elimination games? Did we go? Those Cardinal teams? You tell me those oh, Cardinal yeah. Cardinal teams sucked. No. Oh, didn't they win prior to that? Yeah. With, yep. with Albert Pujols and all them, didn't they win? Yeah. Oh yeah. So then, oh they sucked though. Oh, the Philly teams didn't they win? And they just went to the World Series prior we and lost to the them. Yankees. Yeah. But they sucked though, right? Yeah. Come on. Yeah. With Roy Holiday, R.I.P. But they, you know, like they had. So fuck That's all right. those motherfuckers that say that shit. They could suck my motherfucking dick from the back. Yes, sir. Wow. And then <laughs> at the end right there, L. Passion. I'm sorry. You know, I, I, I fucking hate it when people it's like my boy, you know, he's a Dodgers <laughs> fan. You know, I love my boy. But he 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 goes like, Well, you guys had the lowest rated uh, World Series. I'm like, you know what? But we had three World Series. What about your Dodgers, son? Yeah, you guys couldn't do it. Hey, hey, you guys had a higher uh, rated World Series, but you guys still lost in seven at Bam. home. Bam. Well, I mean, the demographic-wise, you know, the the Dodger fan base has probably been hungry for a long, long time. And it's just the Giants have never, ever since that 2002 loss to the uh, Angels, Angels. I think it was just like we we thought that was our only chance because we had Barry Bonds, you know, basically the stud of his his time when he played. So you're thinking, okay, he's got to get at least one, right? One. At least yeah, one, no, but no, stopped. you know, bad coaching on, on that part from game sixth from then on. And, um, you know, Dodgers haven't seen anything for like three, three decades, guys. So, you know, they have a really good team. They have a good farm hey, system. Remember so the this, expectations though, there. The only other team with the, the, the next team behind the Dodgers is the A's. So the A's are and the Dodger fans, man. They're both hungry. Right. Both I mean, of them are hungry. I mean, I can find solace in, in saying that, hey, three, every other year, I don't care whatever excuse you say that's old. Well, history is a statement in itself. So yeah, if you want to make history, you got to do it big. And nothing says bigger than doing it three times. Bam. So there you go. Even year, baby. Even year. Right. That's right. So that's what, those were all good years to me. I guess you could say this is a bias, bias one, because we're all kind of rooting for the same team for the most part. Oh yeah, when mm-hmm. it comes to those, definitely those sports, you know. And see, that's when what it makes... comes to basketball, though. <laughs> okay. At least we have a common, a common hatred for the for the Lakers. So yes, at least, you know. Yeah, I got, I got you there. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll bring up the Laker uh, NorCal uh, battles when when the season starts here, because uh, I'm sure that's going to be another good one right there. Definitely want to hear from all. Oh, I can't wait. Man, I can't wait. From all angles, I mean, (laughs) I already got tickets. You know, for part of Aaron's birthday, I got tickets to uh, when the Kings are down here versus the Lakers on the 26th of March. And um, I'm just like, I kind of want to see how you're going to have LeBron in his what he calls mud, uh, underappreciated. I don't know. He 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 branded them a bunch of misfits, which they are. I mean, they got. Lance Stevenson, Javal McGee, Michael Beasley, and Rajon Rondo, and LeBron. And I think that's not going to be a starting team, but it kind of can be in the East Coast. And they'll still be a playoff team. But mm. with the young guys in there, I mean, with Lonzo and everything, and I'm sorry, we're, we're transi- transitioning to basketball, but it's just I'm just seeing all these posts about the upcoming season. So I'm licking my chops, man. I can't wait for the season to start. Hey man, they're gonna be a really tough seven seed this year. So, <laughs> I mean, 
I'm not joking. Yeah, I mean, I'm not joking. Um, They're going to be a tough seven seed. OKC is going to have their work cut out for them. Don't sleep on Utah. Utah is no freaking joke. Utah is gonna is gonna be a top three seed this year. That's where I was like thinking LeBron should have went to, but you know he's not gonna go to that area, that region. Well, but he would have made a he would have made a huge difference there, man. You know, he wants to go Hollywood, so that's why I think it's gonna. He's not gonna say it, but it's gonna go to his head. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's that his plus his sons get to play in some of like the better schools for More their competition. Yeah, yeah, but it's like what his like. Okay, his son's like a uh, team is gonna be with like what's his name? Uh, Kenyon Martin's son, Scottie Pippen's son. There's like four or five NBA players' sons that are wow. gonna be in that in that school. Oh wow! So they're that's I mean, big. so that's why like yeah, they said like yeah, talking about creating a super team because Shaxson went to that school too, but oh, then you know he just wow. graduated. So that school's going to be super loaded. So that's yeah. like the that's like the De La Salle of basketball teams down there then, huh? Yeah, pretty much. Is so it the school they, or is it the, like the the conference that he's playing in or is it the school is going to have all those players? No, the school is going to oh, have all snap. those players. That's crazy. That's what I say like they're going to have a super team super for high, high school. Super what high school, school is it? Team. Do you know? I have no idea. It's, it's down there someplace. I don't know what. But I mean like if you look it up, I'm sure you'll yeah. you'll find it. It's like yeah. and you'll reread like because I know Kenyon Martin and Scottie Pippen's son for sure, but I know there's at least one or two other NBA players' sons that are going there too. Wow. wow. Yeah. So it's like it's loaded. They have like a loaded team. Because like, yeah, which I don't think uh, it was like Dwayne Wade's kids are all like in Miami or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Well, there you go. <clears throat> so we'll see what happens with the second generation of these superstars and see if they can hold up to their fathers' names. Because uh, you know, most we, of the time they don't. They, most of the time they don't. I mean, look what happened There's to Joe Montana's. Handful. Look what yeah. happened to Joe Montana's kids. You know, they they went in for being quarterbacks and they they busted out Jerry too. Rice. Yeah, his kid was supposed to be super talented, but mm. that never panned out. That's just a huge. I, 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 in a way, I kind of feel sorry for a lot of these superstars' childrens because that's a huge shadow to follow. And, yeah, I mean, and you have lots of shoes to fill for sure. Yeah, it's one of those things that, it, in my opinion, probably the smartest thing would be for the kids to just step back and let dad have the spotlight and let them do their own thing, like become chefs or nurses or something like that. Oh, just, no, or play another sport. Or do something that yeah. dad didn't do, exactly. Otherwise, like I said, that's just a huge shadow to follow. And, and if you don't live up to that hype, it's a wrap for the rest of your life. And, and you're just going to – it just – it. I can't only imagine what that's going to be like for those kids. Because like it could suck, it could be detrimental to their lives. To be honest with you, so I'm really hoping that these kids realize what their potential is, where it's needed, and uh, hope that they can make a good life for themselves. You know. Well, I mean, like with Bron's kids, whether they make it or not, I mean, like they're gonna. Ha- I mean, Bron has such an empire that it's like it's not gonna affect them. Yeah, like they're they're gonna They'll do other things. At least in education, if yeah. not, you know. But yeah. Dude, right. Can't wait till the basketball season. All right, you guys, let's uh, let's go ahead and call it this evening. It uh, we've kind of ran a little over. Other, otherwise, uh, some 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 folks in the group are gonna kind of uh, mention how long the podcast went this time too. So, so just specifically for who we're gonna 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 go ahead and cut it out right now. J Rock, thanks for giving me a call, setting this thing up tonight. I wasn't sure who was gonna happen. To be honest with you, L, Good. thanks for showing up, Been, man. Uh, yeah, too long. I'm glad that we were able. Yeah, it's been way too long, J Rock. L, I'm glad that we were able to talk sports because I know that's your passion, right there, brother. Yeah. <laughs> As I mean, we found out towards the end there. <laughs> well, uh, hey, like, if you're gonna talk crap about my Giants, 
<laughs> yeah, you're gonna feel. Hey, you're gonna catch smoke. Feel yes. the wrath. Feel yeah. the wrath of the L. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, you can find us on uh, Twitter at uh, Perspire two hundred nine. Email us at uh, Perspire Shenanigans at gmail dot com. Find find us on our Facebook page, Perspire. Anything else you guys want to add? No. This election stuff is driving me crazy. I hate all this junk mail. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks, man. I just used it to, to burn, throw in the garbage. What a waste of paper, man. Yeah. So all four people who listen to us, just send us an email. Tell J-Rock to just, uh, I don't know, get rid of his election stuff. All right, you guys, that's it for this week's uh, Perspire Shenanigans. Uh, thanks to everyone for listening. Thanks to you guys for coming on board. Uh, be good to humans. Be good to pandas. For the greater good. For greater good. good.